Welcome guys and welcome back to another amazing episode with the Celebration Room. Um, I'm here with my amazing co-hosts, F.A., as you know, and on my left we have... We have Femi Kink Fem. Okay. I go by the name Jinjaman. Ah, you should have let me introduce you first. Mm -hmm. no, on sorry, my right sorry. we have... I mean, <laughs> on my left again. Still uh, on your left. Yes, still I on my left. I go by the name, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jinjaman. Okay. And on my right, Jamil. Hey, what's up? It's Erica. Erica. I like how Erica's voice doesn't change. It doesn't, it just, right? She just goes, Erica. Because <laughs> if it like changes, her. I go into my accent. Uh, right. That's why. Right. Okay. As you know, she's for, she's a starting girl. So, you know, you don't yeah. want... You know, you don't want to have to show us how it's done in the South, you know? <laughs> um, but thank you guys for joining us today. Be thank you, thank you, thank Before you. we start, I would like to give a massive shout out to all our supporters so far who've been sending us some love and yeah. good comments and just mm -hmm. like, you know, well wishes. We really love you and we appreciate you guys. And also to our technical team behind the scenes, all the hard works, director, yep. co-directors. We really appreciate your efforts mercy, so mercy, far. Mercy, mercy. Um, mercy and also cool. to my co-host, thank you for your intellectual inputs. Those of you who are very advanced in these topics, uh, aka actually, FA. Actually. Um, uh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And all share right. out to myself for being an amazing co-host. Anyways, moving along that today. Hey, don't try it Today we're gonna be touching up on uh, a topic that I think is very important to a lot of people here. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the power dynamics between. Um, students, faculty, and staffs in mainly university and colleges um, all over the world. We're going to delve on the Western part and we're going to go into the Nigerian African part because mm -hmm. those are two different things and we see how both powers work differently. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of just want to segue into how like it affects students who are in college and how it affects also like other entities that plays into it as well. So I know for me, the college life here in America is very different from what I've heard from our Nigerian dictionaries do here, <laughs> who, who've been who've <laughs> been very involved. You didn't. You didn't. Okay. No, but we're very like. But you know. But you know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you have friends, sure. you have mm -hmm. family members who've been there. You know. I don't even think we should restrict it to colleges, though, because mm -hmm. since. I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't go to college in Nigeria, but I went to high school. Mm -hmm. And the, the power dynamics, I feel like, carries. The power dynamics, like, is yeah. there. Mm -hmm. You know, like, just like, as long as it's like schools, students, and teachers, mm -hmm. there's a certain power dynamics mm -hmm. in, in their relationship okay. uh, that I feel like we, we can probably explore. Mm -hmm. um, because if we're restricting it to colleges, then our experiences really would be like in America. Okay, you know? so to start, I want to ask you guys a question, right? Mm -hmm. So how, where do you see this? Like, first of all, what are, are the dynamics? Like, what, what does that even mean within like a university or high school mm -hmm. even? Like right. to have power dynamics between students, faculty and staff. And where do you see those things play into? Is it like everyday academics or just like, you know, generally? Um, 
Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so when we're talking about power dynamics, right, I think what we're talking about, um, to the best of my understanding, is so the relationship between a teacher mm-hmm. and a student right. is one whereby um, I feel like for the teacher to be able to do their job efficiently, properly, there needs to be like a certain amount of power that they have. Um, and, you know, for example, um, to, for them to be able to like command trust mm-hmm. and respect mm-hmm. uh, in, in their dealings with students, uh, there has to be a certain level of, um, I don't want to say a fair factor, but like uh, the, the power dynamic between a teacher and a student is that where you, the, the like the, a respect, right? Kind of? there, there has okay. to be a certain level of like, yeah. I guess, fear a little bit, yeah. like reverence, right? Right, reverence, you yeah. know, for them to be able to do their job properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like, um, if, if a student has no respect for a teacher, mm-hmm. which we see a lot, um, sometimes, then that power dynamic, I feel like, is not really there. Mm-hmm. Like, right. the, the, then the power, the teacher has no real power, mm-hmm. or in, in that relationship, there's no real reverence or real respect there right. because there's no the power dynamics is like it's, it's, zero you know what yeah, i mean yeah it's equal um, yeah so i feel like from that angle when we're talking about the power dynamics between the teacher and the student relationship for the most part the teacher is here and the student is probably somewhere down here okay right okay uh, that's how i think about it at okay. least uh, when a teacher walks into a classroom into a classroom there's um they command certain amount or level of respect right. mm-hmm. um and these powers are probably afforded to them either by the school's administration mm-hmm. um you know i i don't want to go in too deep but i i think you guys get a sense yeah of what i get what you idea. yeah yeah for sure like um femi is that the same for you or like do you have like a different definition um yeah i think it's uh, relatively the same thing i think it all boils down to how the teacher relates to the students and how the students relate to the teacher mm-hmm. um like you said, there's, there's a certain level of respect that needs to be, um, I guess, had. Mm-hmm. And I think that one thing we get wrong in our society, especially where we're from, is that like disrespect can go both ways. Mm-hmm. Where like an older person can be disrespectful towards a younger person and vice mm-hmm. versa. And I think that that key component is what causes a lot of the imbalance when it comes right. to power dynamics, especially where we're from in our society. But um, we'll definitely go into that later. So Right. Okay. Erica, is that, is that like similar to your thoughts? Pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. It's all about rules and regulations. So mm-hmm. at the beginning of the school year, like basically the teacher um, sets down the law. Mm-hmm. Um, some <laughs> some try to, like students test the teachers. Te- right. Teachers go over their power, power struggle. Mm-hmm. But pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I think it's relatively the same for me. I, when I think about power dynamics, I think of like, you know, there's a hierarchy, especially in like high ed, higher mm-hmm. education administrations, where it's like, it's the administration, which is like the vice chancellors and the chancellors and the presidents. And then you have the the teachers and then you have the faculty members or, or something like that. And then you have the staff and then you have the students. Mm-hmm. So like students somehow, somewhere always end up in the bottom, even though they, they pay into them like amount of like, resources into the school um and so like that that's where like Femi you said like oh there's a disrespect that goes both ways where when students feel like oh wait I pay why do I have to listen to you mm-hmm. or like where it's like oh you've talked to me this way and I don't appreciate that mm-hmm. um and then they expect the teachers to have like the same respect 
towards them like they would have to the teachers as like for me who's a current like college student I'm about to graduate but like going to school right now I see that a lot where a lot of like students feel like respect is like it's an equilibrium where it's like if you have respect for me I have respect for you Mm -hmm. and if you don't respect me I disrespect you obviously that's way different from what this situation is in Nigeria where it's like it doesn't matter your Mm -hmm. age like your teacher is always the I think authority in that mm-hmm. scene, and you're always like the bottom person. Do you mean it be though? I don't think so. You don't think the teacher should always be the authority? Mm, absolutely not. Really? Yeah. So, so I think for me, right, like that's one of the the cultural shocks when I first came to this country, mm-hmm. where it's like a teacher would speak to me, or like I would speak to a teacher, right, and like the way I, she responded to me was not the way that I was used to being responded to. Right. So it felt like. Hold up, right? But then, like, even up until now, like, even you know, I'm, I'm you know, my mid twenties, like, there's still always that feeling of I have to respect you just mm-hmm. because you're older than me. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it's like other kids will talk. I've seen kids like just respect teachers, like yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah. But it's like I would never fix my mouth to talk sideways to a teacher, mm-hmm. even if you're being rude to me, even if you like you're being just even if you're not you know doing what I don't like. Like I would I would still not fix my mouth to talk to you sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for, um. Maybe not every single one of us who come from the, you know, from Nigeria and in you know, other parts of the world. But I think for a lot of us, it's like we still have that image of my parents and I telling us, when someone older than you, you respect them, you respect right. them, right? Mm-hmm. But like I was saying earlier, I think where that backfires is like, okay, so sorry, I respect them, but it's like at what point is, what, what, what's respect? Like, how do we mm-hmm. define respect? For example, if somebody is saying that I did something I didn't do, and I'm like, no, that's a lie, you're lying, mm-hmm. right? To many of our older folks, they'll say, you're being disrespectful. Yeah. Right. You're being rude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's like, should I then accept that I'm a, accept a false accusation because I want to be respectful? Yeah. Right. And I think in America, you're allowed to go, nah, you're lying. Yeah. You know, you're allowed to be as vocal as you want. Right. But then what, I guess what I struggle with is like, how much is too much, you know, and how little is too little. So. Right. But I do want to point out that it's not all parts of America that are like that. Like, with Erica, you come from the South, and it's a whole different form of education system in the South, right? right. Where it's just like there's teachers who feel the same way, where it's like, I'm teaching you, you're going to respect me. Mm-hmm. Compared to like in the Western part or like in, in the, in the, you know, the North, the North or where, we're, wherever the North, we are yeah. right now, like the education east. system is, it's, yeah, Northeast. Yeah. The education system is very much like, no, like, you know, the give the students power, like, let them have a voice, right? Like, I'm growing, I came to the, like, I've been here since, like, what, elementary or whatever, and I've always had that say or understanding that I can defend myself. Like, I can absolutely tell a teacher off if they tell me off. Like, there's never been that, like, knowledge in my head where it's just, like, I'm in a class and the teacher's going to be like, F.A., shut up. Then I'm not going to be like, you cannot tell me to shut up. You shut up. You know what I mean? But like this, this is a situation where it's like, okay, I would never disrespect the teacher though, right? I would never fix my mouth to, like you said, talk back to a teacher. Mm-hmm. But there's always that level of sometimes some teachers will push you to like your right. limits. True. Where it's just like you have to, like, at some point you have to stand up for yourself, mm-hmm. right? So with that understanding of how the education system like inputted into me in the U.S. was like, even when you're in a situation where a, a teacher is trying to talk down on you, you can like at some point redirect that same energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, when I got grown, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I experienced like elementary down south. Mm-hmm. And um, that was different. So down south, I wouldn't dare fix my mouth to come at a teacher. Right. Because um, <laughs> the way I was brought up and people around me. Mm-hmm. But, um, but if like you, it was like tough. Like if you stepped out of line, right. like you was punished. Like raise your hand, don't talk, shut up. <laughs> it was that type of um, dynamic. And like paddles. So like teacher were able, you were able to get hit. When I was in, like, elementary, mm-hmm. 2004, 2005. But once I came to, like, Massachusetts, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's screaming, he's cursing. I'm like, yeah. Oh, You're dragging, like, fighting. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was different. But then, like, I would do that. And then, like, you know how it would, like, grow on you. So mm-hmm. I would try it. Like, mm-hmm. whatever, I can do this. And one day, um, my mom saw me. Like, we were talking. I'm like, she's like. <laughs> wait till you get home. I was like, no, it wasn't even wait till I get home. It was just wait till the door closed. <laughs> but it's definitely different. And um, but and yeah, like still at that young age until maybe high school, eighteen is when like I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I am an adult, but I had like a limit to it. Like you know mm-hmm. what? You I know, did do the work. Circumstances. Yeah, yeah, like it was like you know what? Fine, yeah. but it wouldn't go there. Mm-hmm. But in college, like with lying, when you mm-hmm. said like a certain a certain limit, like if I'm doing work and it's not like getting appreciated, I'm mm-hmm. going to speak up. Like I'm paying right. for this. I'm going in mm-hmm. debt. You're going to hear me out. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not going to be like disrespect mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we have like the guidance counselors. Like somebody's going to look into this mm-hmm. for my money. I, th- I think also it depends on like which space in like the community that you grew up because there's a lot of schools where it's like in this a lot of cities who had schools where like that wasn't common like you know what I mean mm-hmm. teachers never disrespected their kids anyway mm-hmm. so right. like where the teachers were usually so much understanding or they, they, they kind of like use the system of like uh, uh was I think it was a progressive correction mm-hmm. where it was just like oh you can't like you know Oh, I'm not gonna curse you out. You didn't do your homework. I just give you extra time to do your homework, or like you can stay after with me to do your homework, or like you know I'm not mad at you that you talked when I'm talking. I'm just gonna teach you in a progressive way how to not talk when I'm talking, compared to like specific other like cities like in Massachusetts where it's just like you talked, get up and get out of my class, right? Mm-hmm. And at some point, like a lot of students, like funny enough something happened to me when I was like in middle school mm-hmm. I had just like I think I was learning I still had my accent then and I met this teacher who was like um I think she was Indian or so and she was like oh I know your accent like are you like African like what parts are you and I was like yeah I'm Nigerian and then she was just like oh it's culture shock right like Nigerian education is different from American education, I mean, I didn't really know because it wasn't an advance. I didn't go to advanced education in Nigeria, but I was like, yeah, sure, totally, yeah. And she would use that against me a lot of times where it was just like, if like my other friends in middle school were cursing and I cursed and she heard and she'd be like, I'm so disappointed oh, in you. Yeah. Like, that, that will never, like you can, you wouldn't do that in Nigeria. Like I know the system over there, like they're very strict. Don't ever swear. And I used to, before I used to cry <laughs> and I'm like, damn, she's gonna tell my mom. Da, da, da. But like now, like at some point I was just like, yeah, she's just playing. She doesn't even know the system. Like yeah. at some point I started to like kind of diss her a little bit to just get her off my back. But I think like she is right because in Nigeria you can't you can't yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah, I think just going off of that, like <laughs> I went, when I was in middle school as well in this country, I was in uh, I think it was seventh grade, and then there was this guy I forgot his name, but he was a, was a nice guy, always wearing shorts, right? But like anytime the kids were like talking and being rowdy, this one time I was just, I just like I just somebody asked me a question and I just answered them. 
He was like, Femi. He was like, like Femi. <laughs> They don't do that where you're from. You, you can't do that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like bro, you, what are you talking about? Like, but it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, they use yeah. that. Like, people um, use that a lot. But I think I wanted to t- touch on what um, Erica said, and um, I asked Ben this question. So I, th- I think Ben has this um, probably expressed as well. It's like, you know how in this country, when like you were saying, when something happens, you have the guidance counselors, you have principals, mm-hmm. you have people you can go to, you have that checks and balances that like at least can hold teachers accountable, mm-hmm. right? right? Do you think that's something that we have in Nigeria? Because I remember when I was in Nigeria, um, there was this one day in class, this one girl, her name was Olaide. If she's watching, shout out to Olaide, the oh, crush yeah. of Femi. That's my school crush. Yeah, <laughs> but she was she was sick that day, right? And she was actually vomiting. Oh wow! And you know in Nigeria, sorry schools, DA. Yeah, sorry DA. <laughs> you know in Nigeria schools, when somebody when somebody walks in, you have to stand up. Good morning, sir. We're mm. happy you are here. God bless you. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> So she didn't stand up because she was sick, and then the teacher was not like, "You, you are so." It was like, "No, no, no, sir, she's sick, she's sick." Next thing you know, went to his desk, brought out a cane, flogged this guy, flogged this guy, flogged this guy. Ah. The girl went back to her seat, crying, almost fainted, right? So it's like, but in that instance, we couldn't. There's a lot of we really do. We couldn't report to the headmaster. Mm-hmm. It was like, so like, what do you think about like the system of checks and balances? Do you think that's something that we have in Nigerian school system? Um. At least when I was in school, when I was in high school in Nigeria, I would say no. Mm. I, I would say like checks and balances, zero. <laughs> um, you know, for the most part, even if there was a disagreement between a teacher and a student, the administration, whose side are they going to take? Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so I would say no. Um, maybe now, funny enough, I, I saw a skit recently like on, on, on Instagram. Mm. Um, this popular um, Instagram comedian, mm-hmm. he made a skit about a teacher, a guy that was looking for a job. So he got, he, I guess he got like an interview mm-hmm. um, at a school and the principal was interviewing him <laughs> and then he got the job. Congratulations, my guy, you did it. Uh, he was happy. He had his CV on the table. Yeah. And then the guy went, um, so this is the syllabus, this is everything we're going to be doing, da, 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 da. congratulations once again. And as, as I was about to leave, the principal was like, uh, by the way, uh, this is rich people's school. We <laughs> don't flog students here. <laughs> okay? And, and the, the teacher's response was, so what's my superpower? Yeah. <laughs> ah. oh, is, that, is that lying? It's like, yeah. like, it's like, so what's my superpower? <laughs> Crazy enough. The, the, I mean, the principal was like, I mean, we have other punitive measures that you can use, yeah. you know, but we don't, we don't, came, we don't flog students. And this guy thought about it. He goes, I don't think I can do it. Mm. <laughs> he took his CV back. He's like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> and like, that's, like that, that's the reality of most teachers in Nigeria. It's like, if, if they can't flog a student mm. and to the student almost like faints, yeah. if they can't punish you and like go crazy, they feel like they're not doing their job. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I actually agree to an extent because, like, when be, I remember this is a very vivid memory of mine where before before I left Nigeria, where it's like even though I was still young, like I went to a private school, uh, U, UPSS, I think that's what it was called at that time, and like before students could like like you know teachers could beat people like you know it wasn't it wasn't a big deal 
right? It was just normal. You come to school, your uniform's dirty. They'll make you take it off and wash it in the middle of the environment. What's that place called? Yeah. Playground or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then like you, <laughs> did, you can wash it. Your nails are your nails are long. Don't use ruler. Your hairstyle is not correct. You take it off and go home and go do it. Like everything needed to be like on point. And so like homeworks needed to be done on time everything like there's no like oh i didn't do it can i get extra work well like this teacher like we she had a she also had a child in my grade too so we were very like close and she had did homework and she told people not to pass it in i did it and the next morning she came she was like where's the homework everybody was like oh you told us not to pass it in yeah, yeah. and then she separated divided the class the people who did it stayed on one side the people who didn't do it stayed on another side and then she called everybody one by one with cane, very long cane. And she was, it reached my turn. I'm very sensitive to pain, y'all. Zero tolerance. <laughs> and so she hit me and bam, I slumped on the floor. It was fake. I didn't really pass out. I was just like, I'll show this teacher today. So I fake passed out and I fell on the floor. And like, it was over with panic. Everybody was panicking. My friends like carried me and everything like that. So after my parents, like after the situation happened, I didn't go to class. I just went to nurse, like the nurse space and everything like that. And then my mom, I went home. My mom found the was mark on my legs and stuff like that. And then um, I think my mom came to the school okay. with my family members mm -hmm. and went straight to the principal's office. And she was just like, yeah, no. Where's the teacher? We're going to fight. Right. Like, bring that. Uh, yeah, come outside. We're going <laughs> to fight. And I think after that day, because of the cru like cruciality of the issue where it was just like more parents came out, like my friends, they had mm. this little community, like more parents was like, we pay a lot of money for a private school. You can't be beating our child. Like, my husband is in America. Da, 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 da. Mm. So like they came back and so they had a community, like that was very rare. I think like that was very, very rare though because mm. of that type yeah, of school. That's super rare. Yeah. But they had a community discussion and it was like, okay, we no longer can beat. You can no longer beat kids. And it was like a wild understanding, widely known. So that, that's where the checks is. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's where the checks is. For the most is. part, it wouldn't be from the school's administration. Right. Like, if, the, the they wouldn't give you a name. Like, a student fainting in school, they'll call you a Mary, call you a <laughs> <laughs> they'll call you a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, for the most part, I feel like there are, there are some parents like yours. Yeah. You're very lucky. Um, no, you're lucky. Because <laughs> there are also some parents that will come to school and say, Thank you for you reported, <laughs> thank you for beating my child. So that's exactly how it was. Um, <laughs> no, down south, because you had two options. Either get the paddle or you have to go home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you don't take it, like you have one time you refuse, they're calling your parent and you're yeah. like, oh, all right, let's get it. But then like the parent would come and it's way worse. It. Like you would be yep. screaming down yeah. the hall. And, um, but it's like certain people, like Amel, like, he couldn't paddle the girl. Right. So that right. wasn't like... Just so we're clear, paddle is, is strokes of king. Yeah. 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 Flogging. Like yeah. You, okay. Okay. So you literally like bent over and touch your toes. Oh, no, that was <laughs> yeah. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> it would, like you have three. Um, oh, yeah. that's three? Okay, it's, that's fine. It depends what you did. Um, yeah. Ten, it depends. So you can get that. But then there's like parents like, I don't want you touching my kid. Mm -hmm. Like, or if you come home with a mark, then it's too. So it's like they knew better, like right. how far to go. Yeah. yeah. But Nigerian, yeah. I did not have a limit. I you think. know what? You know <laughs> what? Passive aggressive Nigerian teachers. Oh, God. If there's ever a student where your, your parents came to school and they told the teacher off, mm. ah. guess what the teachers are doing next day? 
they will walk into the yeah. class <laughs> and totally ignore you. Yeah. They will tell everybody to do something and they will say, oh, you can sit down. You, know? <laughs> you don't want your parents to come back to school and come you know and accuse off or something. Yeah, like. that's what exactly yeah. what happened to me. Crazy. In the school, like, we we had this rule where if the teacher was coming down the stairs, you mm. had to wait at the, like, the end of the stairs for them to come <laughs> down before you could go up. <laughs> After that happened... That's an actual thing, No, that's though. an actual thing. That's After funny. that happened... She, like, I was walking down and she would see me and she would just move to the side. <laughs> and let you pass. Yeah. And, uh, she, uh, <laughs> and there was one day, actually, I, I was waiting for her and I was like, I literally stressed it as I could because now I think that whole month, a lot of students just had this autonomy that they never had before. Mm-hmm. And because of the tension that was coming from the t- like this mom, the parents, everybody was just like doing whatever they want to do. And I would, I saw her coming. I was just like rolling my eyes. I was just like, oh, get your it. Fa- if your father is a military man, oh, teachers, Nigerian teachers, they don't mess with. Yes. If, you're, if, yes. you have, if you have if like, uh, if you have somebody in the military, somebody right. is abroad, abroad, yeah, a, a big donor for special the school, special treatments, like. I think like the 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 system of beliefs in Nigeria is what allows stuff like that to happen. Right. Right. Where it's like teachers are believed to be an extension of your parents. Essentially, it's like mm-hmm. parents will actually say, "Eh, if I just have beat you, what is the big deal?" What do you yeah. want to be <laughs> <laughs> Right. And it's like, you know, like like you know, with the religious people, they say, "Oh, don't spare the rod." This and that, that, that. Child, so it's like yeah. there's so many things that we use in Nigeria to justify those kind of behaviors, which is why like teachers can be like I had teachers who. They were nicknamed after their mode, after their, their mode of beating. Of course, yeah. I had the uncle called Uncle Abara, right? Abara. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't use cane. Let like, me interpret for you. Abara is <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like what he does, like he doesn't, he doesn't beat you with the, with the, with a stick. No. What he does is he opens his hand, like it just hits you on the back, Smart. boom, right in the middle. So because you can't touch it, so you're just like this, just like this <laughs> right? So there was Uncle Abara. There was another uh, teacher, Uncle Shagun. Hmm. If I beat you, you must say thank you, sir. Hmm. <laughs> if you don't say thank really? you, sir, you continue. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. You continue. Oh, yeah. There was, there's even one, so there's even one, and now she's called Auntie Konko Shoe. Uh, because she beats a student with a Konko Shoe, with yeah. high heels. She took yeah. her shoes off, hit, hit the kid. Um, and it's like, the system allows that to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And it's like, if you complain as a child, they call you disrespectful. They take mm-hmm. you to pastor, you need deliverance. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's I don't know, it's like, like, I don't know, like how much is too much. Like again, like, that's your child. I don't mm-hmm. know, right? So it's like, what level of power are you giving external people to train your children? Like what, like, I think there should be a limit. I also think I don't. No, so go ahead. No, and and your parents knew this. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, For the most part, they approved of it they too. Approved, yeah. Culturally, that's what Femi is trying to say. Is yeah. that our culture, we have this whole culture of respect thing. I get that, um, but where parents sometimes will come to your school and ask your teachers to beat you more or like punish you that's more. That's crazy. I feel you know, like that's be more crazy. Strict with you. That's crazy. I get um, that's crazy. That, but. Not to that extent. There's some parents yeah. who actually come to school and beat you in front of your kids, in front of your, in front of your, in front of your friends. I get right. that. That's crazy. I've, I've done that, but my parents have done that. Yeah. Not, no. no. So then I when guess you say that. how much power is too much, mm-hmm. though, I, I, mm-hmm. I think a good place to bring this to would be in America. Mm-hmm. Um, just to tie this into, like, we're talking about colleges, right? Mm-hmm. There's this thing that I recently found out um, when I was in school. Um, college professors, certain professors are tenured, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
if you want to like so like for american like yeah so for american universities there's like a like i said before uh, the hierarchy thing right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you have the administration and then when you get on the faculty level there's different parts it's different types of faculty members there's part-time faculty members and then there's structured or full-time faculty members where like it, they they have tenured ship so tenure ship means like they can be in that job forever like nothing can take them off except in extreme levels like maybe racism or like if they hurt a child abuse rape or something like that like in extreme extreme circumstances where it's like okay no you you have to leave um but as a tenured professor, you have a lot of legally backed up and protected policies and laws by the university, by the state, by on the federal level that can be like displaced by the university or disregarded by the university, or you can sue the university, right? So with American universities, like a it's lot a of- It's a form of job security. It's a form of job security, sense. but like, it's like a life thing. Like you can't, like that's why sometimes you see professors that are like 80. And they're still teaching, right? And you're like, "Sa, are you not gonna retire?" <laughs> and and it's just like they they're fully backed up. The salary increase as well, like mm -hmm. every year or every other year, they get an increase. Like right. they don't have to teach. Sometimes they don't even show up to class, and they still get paid. Oh, facts. Right? Compared to like this, I don't think there's something like that in Nigeria. I'm not sure. Right. So um, I guess that I brought that up to say that's like we're talking about Nigerian schools and teachers mm -hmm. and the kind of powers that they have. Mm -hmm. And in America, you would think that those kind of powers are, do not exist or they're like they're very limited. Right. But then you have this thing where a professor could literally do anything yeah. and, and you know, have zero repercussions right. Right. because of, you know, certain liberties that, you know, being tenured affords mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Um, That's why like a lot of times when kids feel like a teacher like in these universities, American universities, they feel like, oh, a teacher has, another teacher has like maybe disrespected them right. or somebody within that is powerful within the administration has disrespected them. Mm. They would go to a tenured professor mm. because that professor can fight for the student without them facing any Look issues compared to like a, professor who's part-time or not tenured fighting mm. for that student and then be like, all right, you got to go, right? So, so in essence, I feel like, Femi, I don't know if you agree, but the, that's why I was saying earlier, when you said you don't think teachers should be or should have the powers, mm -hmm. I, I don't think students and teachers should be on, on equal level mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. powers uh, because, so, yeah, some teachers use their powers, mm -hmm. they abuse it, and, and right. they do, you know, and they take it to the extreme. Mm -hmm. You know, we have teachers in Nigerian colleges that that require sex for grade. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a thing that mm -hmm. would fail you if you don't, um, if you don't, you know, agree to, to lay with sexual them. Sexual relations. You know, mm -hmm. to have sexual relationships with them. We have, we have professors in, in African universities, Nigerian universities, um, that would, you know, do crazy a lot things. of crazy things, unthink unthinkable things to... to just to like exert their power over a student. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but we also have this where I feel like if you're a tenured professor, you can choose if you want to yeah. use that power for mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. You can choose to back up policies um, in schools that maybe other professors don't have the power to back up. Mm -hmm. You can choose to back up students, um, in, you know, in certain areas. Uh, areas that maybe, you know, other teachers would be too afraid to right. go into but mm -hmm. because you know that you have that power that the, the administration cannot take away from you mm -hmm. so i don't necessarily think the power is always a negative i mm -hmm. think it depends on the teacher and how they choose 
to use to yeah. use the powers yeah. that they have. Yeah, and I, I think that um, speaking, you know, also you know, going along the same line, and trying to tie it into you know the topic that we the next topic that we're trying to do, like a lot of people would say that like the loss of authority in the classroom mm-hmm. by a teacher is what is causing a lot of these things that we're seeing, especially in American schools, right? right where, like, a, a kid can come to school with a gun mm. and start shooting up the class. Mm-hmm. Right. right, gun violence. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of people attribute that to teachers don't have any more power. People speak teachers on don't that. have speak on that. authority anymore. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, what do you guys think? Do you think gun violence is, in large part, has to do with, well, gun violence is school specifically. Do you think it has right. to do with the teachers losing their power? Or do you think is, there's a deeper issue going on? I think for sure there's a deeper issue. I think gun violence doesn't only stems from the teacher's part, but mm-hmm. it stems from like the person itself. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times with there's a, there's like it's sad to say, but there's this trend that happens whenever something controversial explodes, especially in the in the United States. The dynamics of like ra- like you when you see like one big crime of like um, gun violence, there's a ripple effect. Like after one big one that maybe like for example the 19 kids in Texas. There was like followed by that. There was like another one and another one and another one. You know what I mean? I think sometimes people just feel like, oh, maybe a kid in a school just feels like they're being bullied or they're not accepted, and then they report to a teacher, and a teacher doesn't really respond the way they wanted to respond, mm-hmm. and the repercussions of that is retaliation through violence, and like you know they just walk in and you know. Just to clarify, uh, when you say gun violence, mm-hmm. uh, because we have gun violence generally, right? We're talking about school shootings, yeah? Yeah. Because I feel like those are two different things. Gun yeah. violence can be, it can happen at a church, it can be a right, mass right, shooting, right, it can right, you know right. what I mean? So are, are we trying to bring we can, it to... We can tie both in. Like okay. Right, we can talk about right. gun violence as a general topic as well, yeah. but right. also like zero down to in schools. schools as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I'm, I'm saying that because you, your question was, do you think the lack of powers that yeah, in, specifically in schools, in schools for teachers, do you think, do you think like, that's what's causing like do you think that's what contributes school school, I, do you think that that contributes a lot to school i don't think so because like if if even if his teachers had power i think people would still like go into schools and shoot people right mm-hmm. i think like right now there's a law in tennessee that um i think they just passed for teachers to be able to carry guns they want to pass it in like they want to pass mm-hmm. it sorry for teachers to be able to carry guns in schools because then then like a school shooting up in tennessee yeah recently. so so that was crazy. Yeah, a school shooting happened in Tennessee, and the like the response for that was to arm teachers, mm-hmm. and a lot of teachers mm-hmm. are saying themselves like, I don't want to be, be armed. armed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't go to school, and I have to go like that's not part of my. That's not part of my. You know, what I mean? yeah. that's not start part of like I'm not a police officer. Right, right. Like to own a gun, I would have to go to to all this like policies of security knowing how to shoot a gun, security checks. Like you know, yeah. you just want to teach. Some stu- teachers really care about teaching and right, just teaching only. You know what I mean? So like some of them don't even care about the power dyma- dynamics. Like they just yeah. want to support their students. So even with the, the absence of those power dynamics, I think like school shootings are just something that is really like a sad situation that's going on right yeah, now. Sure. And like, it's just like, it's something that needs to be handled. Yeah, right? I think that, because um, this is an issue that like, for me, like has always resonated uh, since I was in middle high school. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like, you know, I've had friends who have either been a victim of, you know, gun violence in schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, I feel like, like you said, there's a deeper issue going on, right? And, you know, I'm not here to tell anybody what to believe, but I do think that if we are as serious as a country, as a society, too, that we want to actually curb all this and, like, reduce it, no one is saying we're ever going to solve, you know, all of it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can see the clear pipeline between 
lot of these mass shootings, both in schools and mm-hmm. in areas like over 70% of that is done by guns that are purchased legally, right? right? And if we can see that clear pipeline, it doesn't make sense to me why there are people who are blocking any type of common sense, you know, laws, laws right? Like, again, laws are, um, as is saying, um, I think it's, it's, it's um, laws were made for men. Men were not made for laws, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, Laws are made to be changed depending on what's happening in society. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to say, oh, the Second Amendment. Like, it's concrete. Da, 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 da. It's like, bro, when they were making these laws, <laughs> AR-15s were not a thing. Right. When they were making these laws, people didn't go to school with Automatic like, literally weapons. military weapons yeah. and shoot people. And one of the saddest things I read was like the shooter in Texas was shooting for, I think, maybe like 26 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he killed 19 people. Mm-hmm. Right. That's insane. And it's mm-hmm. it's like, imagine if... Um, actually, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was uh, that was in um, that was in 2012. The Sandy Hook shooting. That was not in yeah, Texas. Yeah. So and he killed um, I think it was 19 people. Uh, 20, 20 something people. And for me, that's that's crazy. Like being able to do that much damage in within that little amount of time, mm-hmm. right? And he couldn't even do more because he was taken down. Mm-hmm. So it's like having access to those kind of weapons there's no reason why a citizen should have access to military grade weapons who are you beefing with right yeah. it's like even if you're beefing with the cartel i think at that point like <laughs> you should be taken out because why are you beefing with the cartel yeah. in the first place right <laughs> like it's yeah. like nobody needs that kind of weapon in their hands. right you don't need that and i think th- that that's a very important point because a lot of times we, we like there's this sense of within our society where it's like you you're they i feel like our young generation in maybe other parts of the world united states as well it's like there's this bubble that people feel like you have to like protect yourself like mm-hmm. i don't want to walk outside without my gun because i might be walking in the street and somebody might come at me and i need to have my gun you don't have to have your gun like we have countries like new zealand or like uh, finland where there's no guns automatic weapons are completely prohibited Mm -hmm. and they have like 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 close to zero reports like when one situation happens it's like like oh my god this Mm -hmm. just happened we have to target this immediately we have to try to you know protect our citizens immediately but there's this like oh i want to have my rights for my second amendment second amendment but it's like why do you need automatic weapons to have your second amendment. Mm-hmm. So I understand exactly what you mean about mm-hmm. the automatic weapons. But also you have to understand like the history of why everyone wants a gun in America. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially like the black and colored. Mm-hmm. Because um there was a point in time where like that was the only way that we can protect ourselves. Right. And we weren't allowed to have guns. Explaining like why people feel the need to like carry a gun, mm-hmm. it stems into like the um I would say, like, back in the day, like, where we got the need to, like, protect ourselves. Because, mm-hmm. like, all we really had were guns. So, like, um, I did, like, protection for, like, the family, um, your land or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, just protection overall. Yeah. So, and even stemmed into times where, like, the Black Panther Party. Yeah. Where, um, like, where it came, so how we, like, how they stormed the Capitol and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to protect, like, ourselves, Black people, um, it was, like we're gonna like we need the right to bear arms to protect ourselves like how are we gonna fight a fight when we're getting shot at so right. we, we need arms too yeah and like, like um sorry um like i won't even go as far as to say you don't need a gun like i, like, I don't like, i think anybody who wants to own a gun should be able to own a gun right like i don't have a problem with anyone owning a gun my problem is like 
the level of access, yeah. the kind of weapons we have access to. That's my issue, Absolutely. right? I think everyone should be able to get your gun license, whatever you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that to get... I don't. You don't? Mm-mm. Okay. But go ahead. Yeah, but I think that to get your gun license, there has to be a rigid, like, rigid. very rigid... Like, in Japan... Process. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to get a gun, like, they have to interview you, your family, your doctor, <laughs> your therapist. Like, you have to go to, like, you have to go through yeah. so many avenues and yeah. in america like in most places in a lot of places like you just go a few a few classes a few hours it's okay kid. point a gun that way boom boom <laughs> sign a waiver i'm um, sign a form you're good boom bam that's you know it. what's funny you said that like i used to work at the space that you can walk in there and there's a gun like you walk into the store and it's a pretty big like franchise too and you walk in there specific aisle the only difference was like at this time i was 16 was walmart but i was 16 the only difference that i could be in the aisle i just couldn't sell mm-hmm. but like anybody who was 18 and above could sell mm-hmm. and there's this kid that would come and he used to like buy like lunch like short guns and mm-hmm. he would just like hold this like this and i'm just <laughs> like oh god shift it that way please <laughs> and there was no like there's no just bring your id that was right. it like so show the reason me why i said when you said you think anybody that what anybody that wants to own a gun should be able to um, have access to one. Should be able to like have an opportunity to see. Okay, but can I actually access this gun? Like again, like if you want to own a gun, like I think you should be able to, you know, apply and then go through the process and then be determined. Okay, you're safe enough to, or you're not safe enough to. But I think anyone should be able to have that. Um, yeah, but why? And I'm saying no because I don't think there's a direct. I don't think there's any correlation. In fact, between. Re- reduction in crime rate mm-hmm. because if you're saying you, you're buying gun to protect yourself mm-hmm. then I mean, as I mean, armed what? robbery yeah. reduced in America no so what are you put what I'm trying to say is the need for a gun mm-hmm. I think it's done it's more illusion, I feel harm like. yeah. than people actually using it to protect themselves I, I don't think I don't think the rate of at which people die has reduced and I'm not talking about like protecting yourself from like I'm, I'm talking about even if you had a gun mm-hmm. People still walk up to each other and kill and still shoot. There's still like mass shootings. There's still like gang shootings. Mm-hmm. And, and most of them, are, they have guns, right? Illegally. Sure, but they have guns. Regardless of how they got it, my point is, if you have, let's say you have um, like multiple guns in your house, do you think that reduces the rate at which like you get robbed? Or like, what's the what's the... What, what, what do you need a gun for? Because there are countries in the world where they don't have... Like but, FA but just in those countries as well, there's also not a high crime rate as well in those countries too. Like, I think you also have to look at it in relation to like the crime rate and like the... And what I'm saying is the crime rate in America has not reduced. And the, the gun law has been very loose right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. The gun laws has been very like... Like, it's, it's not strict at all. And we have not, we've not had any reduction and in, in crime. And I would say that crime is not like, it's not high. Like, the, like I, I was in this class in my last, like my last year, we were talked about, it was a crime and justice major um, class. And we were talking about the illusion of like crime in America of like, when you watch the news, all you see is crime. Mm-hmm. And usually it's repeated. So yeah. like, for example, if a situation happens, um, like a news franchise like CNN or Fox News can talk about that news for like, like two weeks, weeks straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can think about like, oh, shoot, like 
this is happening, um, that is happening. I disagree. I think two things can be true. I think two things can be true. Right. I think we we do have a very high crime rate in America. Actually, it's not as like it is high, but it's not as high as we're meant to think it is. Sure. That's my that's my lit. Like, I mean, like in if in a year you have like we what we're like in April. Yeah. In the year, four months. We've had over 100 mass shootings in yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm a not, very high. It is high, right? That's the that's the shooting. I'm talking about crime specifically, where it's right. like like Those crime, like, like it I mean, is crime, but like I'm talking about like crime against like you know like um, robbery, theft, robbery, theft, like everything the usual crime. Okay. When you when I talk about crime, mm-hmm. like and do you think, you think that's as a result of people having guns to protect themselves? I don't think so. No, 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 no. no. I but I believe like so with that like not take out the gangs, robbery, uh-huh. crime. like when you have the typical person like. In down south, in Texas, in Georgia, like the typical mom with her kids going somewhere, like who have this thing, like someone's gonna try you, and someone is gonna try you, like right. someone's gonna try to rob you, you someone's never gonna know. try to do this. But when people, like when you have, when they know, like you have a gun, and when you have a gun, it is like the security level does rise because one, you don't have like people gonna think twice before I go in that house. Like I know they're strapped. I'm not even gonna play that. Or even like when you're walking and like you see someone like. With the adoption, the sex trafficking, and all that, like when you're walking and like you see people or like the way they take you, like and all you have to do like flash, take it out, whatever. Like it is some level of security. Like I'm I don't all for think it. so because I think like like back to my point. Mm-hmm. Bef- let me like try to finish that. Mm-hmm. But I think like what I was trying to say is it's not about like I'm not talking about like the gun violence. I'm talking about crime in general. Like mm-hmm. Tev, Robbie, like you said. That alone, on a daily basis, like it's not as high as we're meant to think it is. So because of that, when you see repeated things on the news and you repeatedly see like crime, this and that, this is that, this is happening, you have this notion of trying to protect yourself against something that you think is high. Mm-hmm. So you want to purchase like obviously like a gun or something like that to protect you because in your city, maybe like that week you had two crimes and that two crimes is shown over the next two weeks. You're gonna think it's like like a different bunch of crimes that's just continuously happening. You're like, wait, I need. A gun, but we have we've had but situations. Someone can also push back and say, someone can push back and say, for that two that's shown, there's ten that's not shown. That's why I disagree. Like where I am now in Massachusetts, where I live now, I don't feel the need to want a gun. I don't feel the need to need a gun mm-hmm. or anything. But when I'm back home mm-hmm. and I know where I am and I know you guys like have no clue what's like going around in that right. town. I'm gonna have a gun. Like I'm gonna, be t- <laughs> like I'm gonna have a gun. Yeah, I'm gonna have a gun with me because I know like there's people like. You, like, I'm legal to get robbed at the light. Mm-hmm. I can go in the store, come out, be held up. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like, it's not going to be on the news. It's not going to be there. But I know, like, if I have my gun with me and, like, someone's, like, driving by and I'm like, what? Like, they're going to keep going. Like, I'm not about to start a shootout. Like, there's some people, like, I'm not going to... I think well, people having a gun, they have this need. Like, once you get a gun... I don't know if it's a spirit that comes upon you. you it's like think, once you yeah. get a gun, it's like you feel the need to have to use it. That's yeah. Not even, even though, like, or you, to show it even, like, I feel or like you could, you could get in situations, you could get in situations where if you didn't have a gun, mm-hmm. you would f- you would find use other ways to, to like yeah. use your wits and be strategic to get out of certain situations. Mm-hmm. But if you have a gun, you, autom- you automatically yeah, like, want to go yeah, to what's that. Up? That's have, up? You a, have you owned a gun? That's not necessarily true. No, I haven't. Okay. So the reason I, I don't, say I don't I want to, I don't feel the now, need. Thank you. I don't feel the need. Like I, like I can go out and take care of myself. But if I'm somewhere where I know they like primarily use guns, mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna bring a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. That's my whole purpose. Like if I know, like there's not a day to go by. There's like there's not a gun shooting. There's not someone getting robbed. I'm not gonna just walk around like. Mm-hmm. 
like I'm gonna be prepared or like like someone's gonna know like where I am. But a lot of like times that. though, would you agree, Erica, that with with gun violence, like mm-hmm. even with like when it comes to people being arrested for gun, like it's usually predominantly affecting the black community. I do, and that's why I go back to Femi. Like I believe laws should be strict. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. in interview like you, your mom, there should be therapy. There should <laughs> be therapy. Like, right. You need scan your brain. Like, yeah. So strict and it is like the black community. Right. So I do believe like um it was this one comedian that was like um like if you want more stricter gun laws, right. like every black person should get a gun. Oh yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle. Apply. Dave Chappelle. And I, that goes back to like the start of how the gun law came. Yeah. It was like to block black people from owning guns anyway. Like mm-hmm. which tied into some of it. But that's something like laws will come cracking down like quite like, like faster like than that. If every black person got a like, gun. No, you need therapy, you need this, you need that. Not matter. everyone get a gun, but like that these are the regulations mm-hmm. to even apply for that gun. Yeah. Speaking I, of like um gun laws and, and having them be more strict mm-hmm. um that having guns like maybe for somebody like you is morally straight or you're like sound upstairs you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't want to try <laughs> something crazy <laughs> but they're like people yeah. who have access to guns who like we're talking about mass shootings yeah are people who would go buy a gun legally yeah. and they use it to commit crimes like go rob someone's mm-hmm. house right so like I do think there's a direct correlation between American uh, America having like um, not so strict gun laws and the amount of you know mass shootings and gun violence that we have in the country. Mm-hmm. So because of that, that's why I said I don't think me personally like I, I, me and guns were like this. Mm-hmm. We, we don't go together. I agree, um, and I'm glad you have that experience. Right, and, and uh, sorry for me. Just to like, I think Erica was talking about like. Um, you know, strict gun laws and stuff. That reminds me, um, I saw something recently, I think last week, there are like two um, state reps mm. that were su- suspended, expelled, expelled yeah. um, um, and relieved of their, like, I guess, constitutional duties. State reps, yeah. Because Do, of... In Tennessee. Because they, 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 right, they, help, they help lead a protest in the ca- uh, in the state capitol against the... Uh, yeah. to, to get reform for, for, gun, for gun laws. Um, yeah. And I just think that's crazy that you have like a portion of the country that is <clears throat> fighting to be like, okay, this thing is obviously a problem mm-hmm. that we have. Um, America is like top. I don't know. The, I, I know America is not one of the safe, like <laughs> the safest countries to live in. It's not. It's you know. Not. Um, so I, you can only solve a problem if you identify that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe maybe a half of the country are are going. We don't have gun problem when we obviously do, in my opinion. And I feel like the other half of the country that realized that they're trying to do something about it, but then there's this huge pushback from, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's a, it's a very crazy you know situation. I feel like um, it's the same thing with the whole... Um, take if you put your phone down. Very very rude and disrespectful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's the whole thing with the, you know, with the um, taking the vaccine, wearing a mask. It's like people live in their political bubble, right? So it's like people will do things not based off of what is right, mm-hmm. but based off of what political party I belong to. Right. So even if I'm seeing gun violence around me, or even if I'm, if I'm seeing people dying of COVID deaths around me, I'm still going to take the side of my party because I don't like your side, mm. right? And I think that that's probably what's contributing a lot to this um, back and forth. Because 
if you start going to people who like people who say, "Oh, we don't need any gun reform," if you start going to them and say, "Okay, do you know somebody who has died from from guns, or do you do you know somebody who knows somebody?" Yeah. Most people will say yes, mm. right? So it's like you've been affected in one way or the other by this thing, the same thing with COVID. But it's like you're so stuck in your political views inside oh. that you you don't want to do any because you feel like, "Well, that's that's gonna make you a sellout," right? So I think that if people were just more on the side of morality and what's right, nobody's take your guns away. But you also don't need an AK. You don't need a, a AR-15. For sure, right? You're a lot not of the times, those those views are not even theirs. Like a lot of people cannot think for themselves. Right. Some people, most people are like sheep, mumus, <laughs> and, and, and like yeah. flipping. What did uh, fella call them? Zombies. Zombies. When it comes to like just following ideas and other people's points of views blindly, right. uh, I feel like there are people who, like you said, um, even though you can clearly see that we have a problem of. Yeah gun violence mm-hmm. in America. There are people who, oh, this is what Donald Trump thinks. Oh, this that. is what my, my state rep thinks. Go oh, that. that's what I'm going to go with. Even though in your own local community, you can see that you have this problem, but no, 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 no. I'm going to go with what my political leader says I should go with. You know, I think that's a problem for sure. And, um, uh, you know, I think that's something that we need to continue to talk about. Um, because again, like I said, the only way you can solve a problem is for you to first identify and acknowledge that there is a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <sighs> well, this has been a great episode. <laughs> we got a lot of topics done. We touched up, we touched up on a lot of things. Sure. And I think overall, we just want to say that we do, our heart goes out to all those who are experiencing situations like these. And mm-hmm. we hope that something gets resolved. We hope that something gets passed just to protect our children. Absolutely. Um, we want education and not death. So mm-hmm. I think like that's something right. that's the main understanding that a lot of people agree with. Um, and we do want to thank you again to our... Before you round up, sorry, yes. we'll come back to that. Before you round up, Davido, album. Who's listening to that? I've listened to it. Ah. You've listened to the Davido album? I've listened to it. What, what, what's your take? Money, uh, money. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I'll tell you people don't come for me. But like, yeah, no, I, I thought it was... It was a decent album. Ah, like. You know when somebody says, I hope that TBD people, they're going to hate. Who's hating? Hate that's Come on, man. Hate. <laughs> like, nah, I thought, I thought it was a decent album. Like, nothing really stood out to me decent. as like, yeah, it was decent. Like, I think this if... This is the best. It flowed. I guess for Davido, yeah. Uh-uh. Don't say that. No, 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 I'm saying this. I I personally think this is Davido's best. Oh, I don't okay, think... Okay, okay, okay. Like, out of all, all of his body of works, body of I work. think this is his best. But I don't think it was an extraordinary album. Yeah, it's like it was. It, it was like no. It was. Mm. I absolutely think that like the thought and like the fact that he was the about thought. to put an album out and like then he had to like go back and was like, okay, let me really take my time to work on this, right? Mm-hmm. And he pulled out like he pulled like he whipped out some good, you know, banga juice. Did anything stand out to you? Of course, I think well, he had a lot of like unique sounds. Like, like what? Like what? Yes, like the, the whole album is on my piano. The nominee, you like that, that, <laughs> that specific. You will never expect something like. Tell me, like previous Davido albums, would you expect a song like that in that album? No. So, so n- money. Yeah, I think I, I don't that know if that's the record. That's it's one the one, one with Caveman and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. That's an alternative like yeah. sound. I, I get what you're saying, but what the album has seventeen tracks. I think if I'm, if I'm yeah, right, that seventeen, 17 that, tracks. Album, yeah. You've mentioned one. That stands out from uh-huh. everything else. I'm on a That is not. That's, that's my, my piano. That's my piano. What are you talking about? Please. That's my piano. Please. I, I think. Of, Excuse I, me. I do think <laughs> though. That if you are watching this, Oga Davido. Thank you for the banger. Listen, listen. Don't want to say that. Like, it's not nah, bad. You did a good job. It's for not sure. bad. It's a, it's a good album. Like, but it's like, it's not like, it's not what I remember in five years. 
for sure. You want to remember one song from the album? I think you would because the video is a hit maker. Maybe I've The video is known for making hits. Please, tell me. One song that you remember from Whiskey that's five years ago. Let's not do that. Don't let, do that. let me just no, do, do that. Don't do that. Song Come on. Now. Which, 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 Lady which particular Lady album? Lagos. I can mention every song True on Lady Lagos. Uh-uh. Blessed. Wait, Ginger. Wait, wait. Okay, you said five. It hasn't been five years. You, 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 wait, you, you, you asked the question. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> um, okay, what is that Bakurumo album? That's that? Superstar. That's Superstar. So, uh, yeah, name I can mention 10 songs from the back, from Superstar. Because you're a whiskey FC now. I'm not a whiskey I'm talking FC. to I'm a fan. I'm a fan, of, I'm a fan of good music. And I think they will release good music. It's he not did. just music that will that, 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 that's, that's like, oh my God. Nobody said the music is terrible. The music oh is good. God. Hold on. The music is good. Are you a let's, let's, just be, <laughs> <laughs> let's just be clear on something, right? The music is yeah, good. Yeah, it's good music. It's good. It, it's not... So, from all of David, those previous albums... If they were like, if I was written them, I would probably give um, this one. Let's say I gave a good time a six. Mm-hmm. I gave a better time a six and a half. Mm-hmm. This is probably a seven. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. What are you talking about? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Can I make my point? I, I think. They, I think people have this sentiment, obviously, uh, as probably they should because of what happened to his mm-hmm. kid. And so when you're listening to, there's already an emotional connection. People are already waiting for the album to come. Oh, you're waiting for David o to come back and mm-hmm. all of those things. Yeah. I think when, now when the album finally came, came out, when you're listening to it, you have that like soft there's spot in your, soft your, your heart. You know what I mean? It's yes, you do. And yes, that's part do. of the yes, listening yes, experience. Yes, and I yes, think David you, you know, yes, I think he did a good job on the album. I don't think it was like an excellent. No, that's, no, that's hater talk. So what would you give it? What would you give it? A grade out of 10? 10? All right, that's, that's yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. Thank you guys this for joining this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. This, this, this is listening. some good, 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 good I think good this is stuff. a good place to round up. First of all, <laughs> I'm just going to say, David Doe, thanks, 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 thanks. We all appreciate right. the banger. Don't listen to Femi and Oga uh, Ginger, man, because... Bro, we love you, but it's just... We know yeah. what we're talking about, though. You have to understand that. No. We are musicians. I'm an artist. He's a musician. Well, oh, we know what we're talking about. I'm in Erica. Good music. Erica. Have you listened to the album? I haven't. You have not. No money. No money. But money, you listen to Afrobeats. I do. Do you have a favorite artist? Thank Probably you. Whiskey. That's what I was being called. Whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's not I a bad choice. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad choice. Yeah. She's, like, she's not my one whiskey hater. What's your problem? It's not even like. I don't know anybody. It's crazy. Why do you don't like? Why don't you like whiskey? What is it from you? I just she's just hitting, bro. A family man is the best thing, you know. The so David is, is the perfect example of a family yeah. man. You nice do you want your boyfriend to behave like David? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Uh, don't don't, right don't bring my family matter here. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a good place to round out. Uh, F please round up for us. Please. Anyway, no, I said that question. As you can see, mm. as you can see, thanks. We are going to round up because these people are already giving me headache. Anyways, um, we want to give a big shout out again to our viewers. We hope that you enjoy this Banga episode. We appreciate you for all the love and the support. Mm-hmm. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Like we'll coming where you find back. us. Oh, you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, and all other book boy social media. Yes, at Deliberation Room Podcast. You know, the pictures there, the face you recognize, it's a face card, 10 out of 10. You can find us spiritually as well. Uh-uh. 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 <laughs> I will leave you out of that. Uh-uh. <laughs> they can find uh, you spiritually. Happy, <laughs> happy, 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 happy Easter. 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 We thank you for joining and we hope to see you next episode. This is a lovely episode. We love you. All right, bye. Peace. Thank you.
<laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>